No matter how much we know or think we know about God and His Word, there is always more. Today on Always More, Rebecca Keener discusses how the Holy Spirit is relevant to our everyday lives. He is the one who is our comforter in times of need and gives us the power to live a victorious life. Now, here's Rebecca. Well, hello everyone. It's nice to be back with you and welcome again to Always More TV and welcome to my home. I'm Rebecca Keener and today we are talking about by the power of the Holy Spirit. We're going to do a four-part series and in today's program, we're going to talk about overcoming the spirit of rejection. Let's have a word of prayer. We'll get right into it. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for every person who is watching today. We just commit and submit these programs to you by the power of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we just ask that you would just minister deeply through your word to each of us and cause us to be more like you in every way and to receive your love deeply into our life. In Jesus' name, amen. And everyone said, amen. Well, I'm glad again to be with you. And we are talking about overcoming the spirit of rejection today and how to find deliverance from the destructive effects and that spirit of rejection and to receive love and acceptance of God and to be able to walk in that healing that the Holy Spirit desires for us to walk in. I don't know if you have ever dealt with the spirit of rejection. Some of you may uh, have had situations in your life where you have had to overcome that spirit of rejection. I know that's something that I have battled with. And I just felt very strongly that there may be some of you today who would really be blessed by this program and just find victory over that spirit of rejection. So I wanted to just have some conversation with you about that today. And my husband and I were talking about the scripture, Matthew 7 and 5, that talks about uh, being able to uh, find the speck in our brother's eye, but we don't consider the plank in our own eye. And so when we're talking about in the next four weeks, these particular spirits that we have to contend with in, in the spirit realm, really, I feel that God wanted me to approach it in such a way that we, we look at ourselves and we say, okay, where have I succumbed to this particular spirit? When have I operated in it? When have I maybe rejected others? Or maybe when have I allowed that spirit to oppress me so that we can walk free of it and be those strong, bold, courageous Christians walking in the power of the Holy Spirit who um, are able to walk free of that spirit of rejection. So I wanted to look at that and, and, and just to uh, encourage all of you today that we will, we will as Christians, we know that especially in the day that we're living in, we will encounter rejection and persecution. Now persecution is defined as hostility and ill treatment, especially because of race or political or religious beliefs. And in the day that we're living in, we are seeing a good amount of persecution not just here in the United States where we're taping today, but around the world. We're seeing religious persecution heightened on a level like never before. 
And so we know that in following Christ, when we give our life to Jesus Christ, that we take up our cross and we follow Him. And we know that there are days that we could suffer rejection or persecution, but we do that through the power of the Holy Spirit. And in that power of the Holy Spirit, we have, we have great victory. Now, just some things about the spirit of rejection I want to um, just give you today. In John uh, 15 and 18, Jesus said, If the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. And so that's John 15, 18. And we know that if Jesus was persecuted himself, that we will encounter persecution. We will encounter rejection. And that's just something that as a born-again believer, as you begin to grow in the Word, as you begin to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ, you become more secure in your spirit and who you are in Him, and you don't take things as personally. Uh, yes, they still hurt. Yes, rejection still is difficult and sometimes challenging, and we have to press through, we have to pray through it. But when we know that Jesus Christ is with us in that rejection, in that persecution, then we are able to face it and to, to be, as Paul said, more than a conqueror. Uh, in 1 Peter 2 and 4, it says, As you come to Him, that's Jesus Christ, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious. So we know again, if Jesus was rejected, we will also be rejected. Now, some of you watching today, you may have, like Jesus, been rejected by family, by family members. There is accounts throughout the Gospels where Jesus's brothers and sisters uh, really kind of mocked and ridiculed him. And he even said a prophet is not welcome in his own hometown. So he was not really even received in his hometown. He was rejected by some of the disciples. He was those 12 that he brought unto himself, and many of them rejected him. And so he was accustomed to, he, he knew that there would be this rejection. He was rejected by, of course, the Pharisees and those who were teaching in the synagogues. And uh, they didn't like it that he came and just turned things upside down and literally at one point turned the tables upside down and called them a brood of vipers. But he stood strong against, against those forces of religion and uh, those religious mindsets that tried to snuff out his, his ministry. So we know that Jesus was rejected and we also will experience that rejection from time to time in life. Again, it's not fun, but it is part of our walk and our maturing in Jesus Christ. And we can face that rejection through the power of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 53 and 3 says, He was despised, this is speaking of Jesus, He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. You know, sometimes rejection does bring grief. It causes us to grieve because if you're like me, you want everybody to like you. But the bottom line is in Christianity and in the world that we're living in, the more uh, it becomes 
darker and darker in the world and brighter and brighter in the church, we see a clear uh, delineation of, of, of values and lines and beliefs. And so there is that strong rejection and the rejection of the church. But we must know that Jesus has already walked there. He's already dealt with that. And he took rejection on at the finished work of the cross. Rejection is one of the things that he bore upon the cross. And so we know that we can just press in to the finished work of the cross and our benefits, our covenant rights as believers. And we can know that Jesus has already borne that on the cross. And uh, the, the next thing I want to just encourage you to know is that the world will reject the spirit in you, the, the Holy Spirit. But we know that greater is he who is in you, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. And so we just have to, as we're, as we're walking with the Lord through this life, we have to just know there may be people in your family. There may be people in your neighborhood. There may be people in your workplace, even people in your church. Imagine that who don't really want to receive the Holy Spirit or the things of the Spirit. And that's what this program has been all about, is talking about the power of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 2.14 says, The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him. So see, you... you uh, see people in the world who have never really experienced the power of the Holy Spirit, never given their life to Jesus Christ. And so the things of the Word, the things that are in this Bible, don't even make sense to them. They're folly, the Bible says. That means they're foolish. This is a waste of time. And so when people see us giving our life and spending our life in the Word and in prayer and trying to follow after the things of Christ and live that life of righteousness and holiness, it looks silly to them. It's like you're, you know, you're wasting your time because they don't get it. And so there will be that rejection. I can tell you when I stepped out by faith to do this particular program and committed unto the Lord to uh, focus on the Holy Spirit. He is our central focus and our central theme on Always More TV. There were a lot of people who did not like that and who rejected me. And there were a lot of Christians who have rejected me. There are a lot of Christians who don't like discussion about the gifts of the Spirit. They don't want to talk about the Holy Spirit because they don't... They don't believe in them. They believe maybe that that was part of a dispensation that is long past and they're not necessary or they're not uh, needed for the day we're living in. But as we see things ramp up as we are here on earth and the demonic activity, we know that the gifts of the Spirit are needed more now than they ever have before. And so I've had to just toughen up, you know, this little South Georgia girl who wanted everybody to like her. And there are a lot of people who don't like discussion about the Holy Spirit. There are a lot of people in churches who don't like discussion about the Holy Spirit because maybe that 
messes with their theology or their doctrine or they feel that, you know, we just don't want to go there because it opens up a can of worms in their opinion. But, you know, the things of the Spirit we know are folly to the world and to much of the church because they have not experienced the Holy Spirit. But, you know, when you experience the Holy Spirit as I have and and did in, on November 30th, 1978 as a teenager, you can't argue with that. You know, you just can't argue with people's experience in the, whole, in the Holy Spirit. And so we just have to know that there will be those people who reject us on account of the fact that we stand for Jesus Christ and stand for the Holy Spirit. And, you know, quite frankly, some people God doesn't even want in our life. And so as he moves those people out in seasons of our life, there are seasons that people will be in our life that they'll have influence on us, we'll have influence on them. Then there will be seasons where maybe he moves them out. And so we just have to trust him with that. And we have to just be at peace with that and say, God, I trust you with the relationships and the people that you want in my life. And I look at those people who I am closest to and I communicate with the majority of the time are people who I can pray with. There are people that I can get on the phone and instead of discuss the situation, we can pray about a situation and we can take it to the Lord and we can pray in the Spirit. There's that freedom to pray in tongues and we know that there's power in that and we encourage that, the gifts of the Spirit, even though it may be folly to the world or people around us. Now, uh, another point I want to make to you about the spirit of rejection is, and this is going to sound like a strange point, but I really want you to get this. And, and the, the Lord put this on my heart to say it this way. He said, don't get drunk at your own pity party. In other words, when people begin to reject you and throw you on the trash heap of ministry or just say, you know, I don't want to have anything to do with them or uh, I don't want to be a part of their life. If some of you have experienced that, you know, a human inclination would be to discuss it, to talk about it, to try to tell as many people as possible, look what they did to us, uh, look what they said to us, look what they didn't do for us. And we've all been caught in that circumstance and situation. I know I have, but part of maturing in Christ is not even recognizing that offense and being quick to forgive and quick to put it on the altar and let it go. But you know, you literally could get drunk on pity, self-pity, feeling sorry for yourself and wanting other people to feel sorry for yourself because you have been mistreated. And so much of what we see now in the media and social media is all about that. Look what they did to me. Look what they did to this group and accusation. But 1 Peter 5 and 8 says it this way, be sober-minded, be sober-minded. I have to keep telling myself that, be sober-minded, be watchful because your adversary 
The devil prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So the less we discuss the rejection, the stronger we will be in being able to combat it and come against it. So I want to encourage you in that way. Now, the, the next thing I want you to know is, and this is probably one of the most important, God chooses you, God chooses you when others reject you. So just receive his love. Just receive his love. When other people reject you, God chooses you. I was thinking about that game we used to play in school growing up, and I always hated this game. I never, I always got nervous when we played this game, but Red Rover, does anybody remember that, that game where you would say Red Rover, Red Rover, sin, and then you would name the person right over, and I never wanted to be the last person because I wasn't a real athletic person as a child, and I didn't want to be the last one chosen, or I didn't want to be the one not chosen to be on the team. But you know what? God is the one who chooses us. When others reject us, when others count us out, when others don't want us in their life, God chooses us. God chooses you today. You listening to this program, God has chosen you. Otherwise, you wouldn't even be listening to this today. You wouldn't even have tuned in. I believe that was a divine encounter that we're having right now where God is speaking to you that He has chosen you. Isaiah 49 and 16 says, Beloved, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. And uh, Luke 10, 16 says, the one who hears you, hears me, and the one who rejects you, rejects me. And the one who rejects me, and, and him who sent me. So when people do reject us, we have to remind ourselves, well, God has chosen us. And if someone rejects me, they're rejecting the Jesus in me. And not only are they rejecting the Jesus in me, they're rejecting the Father who sent Jesus. And so we have to walk in that, in that uh, confidence and that boldness and know that God has chosen us. Even uh, uh, John 14 and 17, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, you know him for he dwells in you and he will be in you. So remember that, that God has chosen you and you know him. Because when you spend time in His Word, you spend time in prayer, you spend time listening to teaching and preaching that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God and you get built up in your spirit, man. It's like charging a cell phone battery and you just get charged up in the spirit and you receive His love and that confidence and that boldness to know that you are accepted by Him. You are accepted in the Beloved, the Word says. Isn't that beautiful? You're accepted. And I speak that to you today. You are accepted. Uh, David said this. He said in Psalm 94, For the Lord will not reject His people. He will never, He will never forsake His inheritance. I love that. He will not reject his people. And some of you today who have had church hurt and 
and difficulty at the end of this program, we're going to pray. We're going to pray for those of you who have dealt with rejection or are dealing with rejection right now, that God will just pull out that bitterness and that spirit of rejection will no longer have control over you. I remember someone once said that a spirit of rejection will operate in two ways. They will, a spirit of rejection will cause you to reject others who are trying to love you or maybe people that God is sending to you. You reject them or them to reject you. So uh, it's important to know that and to be able to discern as one of the gifts of the spirit, the discerning of spirits, when a spirit of rejection is actually attacking you or trying to oppress you in some way and to know that you have authority through the blood of Jesus Christ over that spirit of rejection. You do not have to be traumatized. You do not have to be terrorized by a spirit of rejection. You have authority over it when you stand against it in the name of Jesus. And so even David said, though my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Maybe you're watching today and you feel like even your parents have forsaken you or they have rejected you in some way. And you know what? God can even heal the deepest of wounds, the deepest of hurts. He can go in and he can uh, restore that to you. And for you to know that through, as Romans 8 talks about, the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry out, Abba, Father, that we can just rest in that, that He is our Abba, Father. And I speak that over you today. Maybe uh, you were a, a foster child or an orphan as a child, and maybe that's been a deep wound for you. Well, God wants to heal that today. He does not want you to live your life under the oppression of a spirit of rejection, feeling like you were rejected as a child, and so you are uh, just going to have to deal with rejection all your life. That is a lie of the enemy, and you have authority and power over that, and you are accepted in the Beloved, and you are adopted by Abba Father. That means Daddy God, and He loves you, and you have value and worth in His kingdom, and He has great, great plans for you. You are chosen by Him. He handpicks you. He knits you together in your mother's womb. And so we just want to encourage you in that today and to employ the weapons of your warfare that are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. That means that you plead the blood of Jesus over you. You put the full armor of God on you. When you feel that spirit of rejection raging against you, coming against you, you just know I'm in good company because my Savior, Jesus Christ, was rejected. And I know that I'm accepted and I am loved by the Lord Jesus Christ. And He is using my life in a great way. So I speak that over you today. And I'm just praying for each of you today who have... Uh, maybe dealt with that spirit of rejection in the past, or maybe you're dealing with it now. Maybe you're being rejected by your family for making a stand for Jesus Christ. 
And God wants you to know that he chose you. You know, there's a scripture that says he sets the solitary in every family. Usually there's one person. Sometimes you're blessed to have many people who believe in Jesus Christ, but some of you are watching me today and you're the only one who knows Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in your family and you've been praying for your family to get saved and they've rejected you and it's been painful and it hurts. And I just pray over you today that the healing balm of Gilead would just cover you. That you would just feel his anointing and his presence right now and his arms wrapped around you. And that you would just know that you know that you are accepted by him and you are loved by him. I just right now I pray that you will receive his love. You will receive his blessing as never before. That torment and that trauma of rejection would be lifted off your life and that you would be healed in Jesus' name and that you would know that you are adopted by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and He chose you. Amen. Amen. And you know, for those of you who are watching today and maybe you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, that's the first step in overcoming rejection is to give your life to Him. Just say it with me, Lord Jesus, this is my day. Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins, Lord, and wash me clean. I need you. I need to know that I am chosen by you to serve you. I give my life to you today in Jesus' name. And then go one step further and say, I know there's more. God, I ask you in Jesus' name to baptize me in the Holy Spirit and give me all the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. Amen. Just pray it right now, and He will baptize you, and your life will be empowered in a great way by the power of the Holy Spirit to live for Him. And if you prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. We get the most beautiful, wonderful letters and cards from people who write to us and tell us we need to hear. We need to hear from you and to know that you're listening and you're watching and that God's ministering to you. Because it encourages us so much to know that you're out there and you're listening and to let us know how we can be praying for you and praying for your family. And we do pray for that household salvation for each of you who are watching today and that God will be with you in the days to come. I pray that the Lord will continue to speak to your heart about the spirit of rejection. Maybe there are people out there that He wants you to minister to who have been through rejection or live under that rejection complex of nobody likes me and, and they, they need to be free. Amen. We all need to be free from the spirit of rejection so that we can be who God needs us to be in this great hour upon the earth and that we can win this world for Jesus Christ. And we just thank you so much for being with us, for partnering with us, for those of you who have partnered with us in the past and encouraged us and prayed for us. We just thank you so much. We need you. We love you. And we pray that you'll continue to tune in as we talk on this great series, Overcoming by the Power of the Holy Spirit. 
We are overcomers through the power of the Holy Spirit. We encourage you to go on our website and check it out, alwaysmoretv.org and Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated and the ministries that we help support, the missionaries we help support to win this world for Jesus Christ. What an honor to be with you today. And I just pray the Lord bless you and keep you and He lift up His countenance upon you and He give you peace in every way. We send our love and we look forward. Be back with us next week. We're gonna be talking about the spirit of Jezebel and how to overcome. We love you. God bless you. See you next time. This program is brought to you by Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated and faithful friends like you. Your tax-deductible donation to Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated, founded 1974, will be used to support this program. To find out more about how you can be a part of sending the gospel through Always More, contact us at alwaysmoretv.org.